Hi, it's Natasha. And Khalil. And we are the co-hosts of Woke and, and Free. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our 181st episode of Woke and Free. If you've been tuning in every week for Woke and Free Wednesday, you know that Woke and Free is all about being real and honest with each other and you. We talk about everything and anything important to us, you, the world, and nothing is off the table. This week is so exciting, so exciting because you will meet the founder and CEO of Crediverso. So woohoo! So fun, fun, fun. But before we go there, couple of questions to ask you. Have you downloaded the episode on WokenFree.com through the Podbean app? If you haven't, please do so immediately. That's how you show your number one support for the show. And that's how you join the conversation. So if you have questions for this remarkable man, <laughs> that's where you put them, right there. Now, if you're like, Tosh, Khalil, we love you. We want you. We need you. Right back at you, boo. But for some reason, you can't add an app to your phone, which is like, uh, I don't know, maybe get a new phone. but either way whatever your circumstance may be that's okay we still love you we still want you we still need you what we need you to do though is to make sure you're subscribed and following the show on whichever platform you're catching this on so we greatly appreciate our love and support through itunes if you holler at us on TuneIn, stitcher Google Play, YouTube, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify. We're on Pandora. I mean, Woken Free is everywhere. So hello. Join the fun, guys, wherever you play, please. Now, what you can also do, which is really, really easy and really fun, is by going to WokenFree.com, you can subscribe to the show via email. Why do you want to do that? Because then you get email notifications every single week of the new episodes. And it's like, you don't have to remember. I mean, obviously, Woken Free Wednesday is super easy to remember. But nonetheless... Stuff happens. Life gets in the way. You get your email and you can be like, cool. Okay. And you can listen right there. So that's super fun. Now, when it comes to social media, you can always holler and find us at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok. Yes, I said TikTok and Pinterest at Woken Free. And then, of course, if you have like 90 seconds, 90 seconds, por favor, please review the show. Why? Because again, it gives us the feedback and the, the understanding of how the show is feeding into your life. And uh, I think we would just love more five-star reviews. Thank you. Nice. Fantastic. Yay. Muy bueno. So before we continue on with this amazing conversation with the founder and CEO of Crediverso, let's introduce who this, who this amazing man is. So Carlos Hernandez is the founder and CEO of Crediverso, the first online financial products marketplace built for the U.S. Latino audience. After earning his JD and MBA at Harvard, very nice, Hernandez worked on Wall Street and noticed few Hispanics in leadership. He was offered several jobs, but declined them all to help Latinos gain access and become more financially literate. Super cool. Crediverso is his way of building a platform to address the, the disregard for the power of the Latino dollar. Super impressive. Now, similar to that of the Credit Karma and Experian, the online destination will provide information and clear comparisons for credit check services credit card offers, loan options, and remittance completely available in English and in Spanish. The site endeavors to become a reliable resource, including short tutorial videos, debt and spending advice, budgeting tools, and more to equip Latinos to make smart and informed personal finance decisions. Is that super cool? 
Yeah. Now, without further ado, let's get into our conversation. Before we start the conversation, we always like to share a little bit about us before getting into the real meat and potatoes of things. Last time, we asked, would you rather donate an organ to a friend in need or sell one to a stranger for tons of money? This week, we're asking, would you rather find a way or make a way? And that's, that's you a can question. Eat, that's for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's, a, that's a great question. I'm just thinking about it. And, um, you know, I, uh, I think from experience, um, I was the I was the only guy in my high school class to go to Harvard. I was the only Mexican guy in my Harvard Law School class. I think that means making a way. Um, mm. And it's uh, unfortunately often the case in, in our communities, right? That that has to, that, that, that has to be the case. You know, that has to happen. So, um, yeah, I like making a way. I agree. Absolutely. Uh, I, similar to you, right? Uh, immigrant family, my mom and dad are from Jamaica and Caribbean culture, very much the same of like, typically you have to make a way, uh, things are not given to you. So I think when you make a way that path is much more meaningful to you and it, and it really shows the tenacity and determination, uh, you have as a human being and, and you can pass it down to generations. So I agree with you making a way would be my answer. Yeah, no, I, I agree. That's probably a big piece of the immigrant mentality, right? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. So I grew up in the hood and making a way was pretty much all that there was. There wasn't really anything to find. So mm. I kind of understand that struggle very early on that there wasn't anybody going to help you. You had to kind of figure out things yourself. So I understand that making a way and as an engineer, that's pretty much we, what we do in general. We just, we make ways. <laughs> we don't, we don't find what's in existence because there's usually not something there. We have to create it from scratch or build off of maybe some, some, sometimes there's some other little helps, helpers mm-hmm. that help out, but yeah, it's, it's usually making a way. Very yeah, but at cool. the same time, that's kind of the fun part about being in tech right now is that there is the opportunity to make a way because a lot of people are doing things that really just have never been done before. Yeah, mm, Absolutely. All right. So how about you tell us the origin story behind Credit Verso? Yeah, listen, well, it's, it's, um, it goes back a ways. So, you know, I grew up in a Mexican American family here in Los Angeles, which is where I'm calling from now. And, uh, from really when I was a little kid, my parents were super involved in the Hispanic community, both on a professional level and a personal level. So, you know, my parents were, uh, both involved at Telemundo, which, you know, you guys all know from, growing up watching Spanish language TV. Uh, and that basically mm-hmm. meant that every dinner table conversation we had, we were going over stacks of telenovela tapes, figuring out which ones should go on, which ones were good, which ones weren't. And those were all VHS tapes back then, uh, by the way, not to date myself. Um, but that, <laughs> <laughs> that you know, it, it had an impact on me. And uh, I was lucky enough to be able to go and get an education. And I knew I wanted to get involved with the Hispanic community at a professional level. And so really, it was just a question of where was the opportunity to have that biggest impact. And so, um, you know, I went to high school here in downtown L.A., went off to the East Coast to go to college at Harvard. I studied Latin American studies there, worked my tail off, graduated top 10 percent of my class and went down to Latin America, worked there for a while, too. I was in mm. Mexico. I was in Brazil. I was in Argentina, Colombia, all over the place for a couple of years. It was a lot of travel. But um, came back and went to grad school, did a JD MBA, uh, four years of law school and business school, also at Harvard. And that was kind of when the formations of Credit Verso began to take shape. 
because I was just, um, you know, like I said, trying to figure out where was an opportunity to make an impact and looking at, okay, was it legal services? Is it healthcare? And realized that in the space of personal finance, there was some really, it, it really a big opportunity because no one had really ever addressed this huge portion of the market that was the Spanish speaking Hispanic demographic in the United States. And that's 62 million people, 20% of the population, but you can't do something as simple as get a credit check in Spanish in this country right now. And we're actually going to be the first ones to offer that. So when we realized that as a team, that's when we decided, okay, this is where we want to focus. We want to focus on personal finance, helping people get access to loans, get access to credit cards, bringing people back into the formal lending ecosystem and away from things like payday lenders or keeping money under your mattress and actually get people to build their credit scores so they can go start doing the things that really the rest of the population has had access to for a long, long time. Wow, that's incredible. So then uh, I'm I'm sure there's a lot to speak on, but what would you say are the biggest financial concerns currently facing the Latino population here in the United States? I think the biggest one is lack of access to information. I think there are incredible Mm -hmm. frictions in getting information about financial products to the Latino community. And that's everything from simple, obvious things like it not being in Spanish, right? Um, and, you know, obviously not, not everybody speaks only Spanish. A lot of people speak English more than they speak Spanish or speak both. But I want to be able to pull up information on a credit card or a loan and show my tia who only speaks Spanish, right, and have her be able to mm-hmm. look at it and understand what she's getting herself into. So that's a really easy one. Um, the uh, Having the right distribution channels being used also, that's really important. So, you know, we are we're not advertising at Whole Foods, for example. We're advertising at Dollar General and mm. in East LA and Boyle Heights, the places where, um, for, for starters, uh, you know, that's just where our community is, but it's also where places like Wells Fargo and Bank of America and Capital One, they're not advertising there. And that's just a part of the community that they're, you know, don't seem to be that interested in. And that's kind of where Credit Verso comes in. It's just reaching out to that underserved segment of the population, making sure we're getting them information, getting them access to financial products. Again, we're totally free. So, you know, we're a free service, but I think that access is the biggest, biggest problem right now. Hmm. With the impact of COVID-19 affecting marginalized communities like the Latino population, how can Latinos focus on improving their financial planning? Well, those are two really good questions. And, you know, unfortunately, the COVID-19 pandemic has had a largely disproportionate impact on the Hispanic community than the rest of the country. And the reason for that is, you know, it it makes sense, which is that so many members of our community are, from a job standpoint, employed in positions that have to do with hospitality, tourism, food and beverage, um, all these things that really were the first places to take a hit when the pandemic really started to slow things down. So the unemployment rates, for example, far outpaced the general market in the Hispanic community. So I remember back in April, I think we were seeing something like um, nine, 10, 11% uh, as an average across the country for unemployment. And in the Hispanic community, it was getting close to 20%. So that's just Mm. a huge gap. And, uh, you know, that has implications for a lot of things, both right now and the fact that you won't get a paycheck this month or next month, but also down the line, you know, what is happening from a socioeconomic standpoint, from an education standpoint, when people who used to be able to send their kids to school now need to stay home with them and they can't afford tutors, the education gap and then the uh, socioeconomic gap just continues to widen as wealthy families are able to solve that problem and, um, you know, impoverished families are not. 
Wow, okay. it's incredible. And when it comes to the the platform that you've built, and it's so cool that it's free, right? So there's no issues of accessibility. Uh, I, we'd love for you to break down, like, what are the best ways for the Latino population to use it? And, and to like, you know, what are the main takeaways when, when they think of uh, the company and the platform? What, what should they be thinking about there? Uh, yeah, thanks for asking. So, you know, I was talking to somebody yesterday, um, you know, guy spoke only Spanish, and I was asking him, um, do you ever send money internationally? Do you ever send money to family living abroad? And he said, yeah, I send money twice a month. I send $300 to my mother who's living in Tijuana. And that's a very, very common thing we've noticed in our customer base is that they're sending money abroad to support family, relatives, friends, whatever it is. And so we are the only place where you can actually compare the ways to send money and find out which one is cheapest, which one is fastest. And that makes a big difference because if you're sending $300 a month, and you're paying 20% versus if you come and compare before you send, and we can get your rate down to 5%, that's a mm-hmm. lot more money that we can put back into the pocket of whoever's receiving that, uh, that money twice a month. So mm-hmm. that's one big way that you can come use our site is just before you send money, come on, compare. I mean, you would compare before booking a hotel room or booking a flight, right? So you might as well mm-hmm. do it when you're sending money as well. Oh, wow. Um, okay. A second way is we really just want to make it as easy as possible for people to get the right credit cards, the right loans, so that they're not paying way too high of an interest rate, they're not paying a really high annual fee. And so much of that is just, you know, you take what is kind of presented to you. And, you know, maybe you were in college, and there was somebody sitting at a table that gave you a free t-shirt if you sign up for a credit card. And Mm -hmm. that's the one you've been using ever since. But, you know, maybe that card has a $100 annual fee and a 25% interest rate. And you can get one by, you know, as long as you're paying your bills on time, you can get that down to a $0 annual fee, a mm. 15 or an 18% interest rate. And you can start building all sorts of perks, getting cash back and points, things like that. And, you know, that's a lot of homework to have to figure out on your own. We just try to do all that homework for you and make it really, really simple. That's awesome. And actually a follow-up question to that would be, as entrepreneurs, we love to, and obviously you're an, entre- an incredible entrepreneur, uh, what, what type of financial information uh, do you offer for uh, Latino like business owners and, and that market? Because I know that from an African-American perspective, you know, Black women are like the rising group of entrepreneurs in this country, but I'd love to hear, we'd love to hear you talk a little bit about that and, and kind of financial well-being from the, the entrepreneurial perspective. Absolutely. And you're totally right. You know, it's, it's these communities, it's black women, Hispanic women, you know, the very much it's uh, often the immigrant class that is, we're the ones out there that are hustling, right? That are out there starting Mm -hmm. businesses. And, you know, maybe they're not always huge businesses, but everywhere you look, somebody is running a small business. And a lot of those small businesses end up being medium and big businesses. And that's, I think, the really fun part about what our communities are doing. Um, So, you know, how we try to help those communities is we have a uh, comparison platform that we're actually launching very soon that lets you compare all the best small business loans. So mm-hmm. the idea there is that, again, you know, they, there are so many different options out there, but it can almost be too many options, and you just end up with the one that kind of is right in front of you, and the terms are not that good, the interest rate is not that good. And so we kind of want to make sure that, hey, what are you using this loan for? What is, um, you know, your, uh, is, is it going towards capital expenditures or is it going towards marketing? How long do you need this money for? And based on that, we try to find you the best deal. Um, okay. So that's kind of one way to do it. And then another thing I think that's important is just around information. So whether this is guides on how to access PPP uh, dollars or we're, I think, one of the only places where, actually, I know we're the only place um, 
that offers a full English Spanish financial terminology glossary. So listen, I went to business school and I didn't understand half of these terms, much less, you know, if it's a language I didn't speak, I definitely wouldn't understand them. So just explaining what is something as simple as a revolving loan or a balance transfer and how can I actually take advantage of that? That's, okay. that's amazing. Yeah, that's great. You're listening to Woke and Free. 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 A podcast about being real and honest. What has been the biggest lesson for you, though, learned from creating Crediverso? Oof, that's a good question. Um, you know, I think I've been really lucky to have been surrounded by really smart people on our team. I think that's the most important thing. You know, the... I think the hardest part about starting anything, um, you know, whether it's a small business or anything else that you are just starting and building from scratch, you know, you ask whether you want to find a way or make a way. Anytime mm-hmm. you're making a way, if um, there is uh, a, a, I think it's an African proverb that says, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And mm-hmm. having that team around you is so, so important. And I think I was lucky to have folks that really had a lot of experience and things that I didn't understand were smarter than me in a lot of ways. And together we were able to get through some of those really hard parts. Um, Some of the, you know, the early failures or the early setbacks, uh, lean on each other, learn from each other and support each other. And um, that that's probably the biggest takeaway is that team. Wonderful. Now, do you have other like upcoming uh, things that you'd want to announce or for people to be on the lookout for? And also, if people want to get in touch with you, where do they go? Great. So the easiest place to get in touch with us is Um We have, uh, you know, all different ways, whether you want to email us at info at We have a little message board. Um, you can also always find us on Instagram. We are Instagram.com slash Crediverso. Uh, very easy to find. Um, and in terms of what's coming up next, I think two really cool things that we're working on launching within the next couple of months here. Um, one is we, listen, we're trying to get out there and talk to our users as often as we can. And one thing they kept telling us is, Hey, you know, this is all uh, good and well that you have, you know, tons of blogs answering questions about these things. But what's really would be helpful for me is if I can just go somewhere and ask somebody the specific question that I have right now. And so we're actually going to be launching a, uh, you can call it a forum where mm. anybody, any time of day can come on to our site and ask their personal finance question. We have personal finance expert moderators who are going to be answering those questions. And we also actually have um, some really cool partnerships that we're working on with people that are, um, you know, public figures uh, with finance background in the Hispanic community who are going to be coming on and sharing their personal stories and answering questions uh, from their perspectives as well. So that's something I'm really excited about. Wonderful. Okay. And now I have to ask this because you said the services are free. So it just got me to wondering how sustainable is this business? Is there a business model or do you have premium plans, subscription plans? What are you doing to generate? Are you generating revenue or would you mind going into any of that? Oh, yeah. This is what our investors are talking about every single day. Um, okay. <laughs> they, they would not be happy with me if I didn't have an answer to this question. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we, we're a venture-backed company. We have Silicon Valley investors who are you know, fantastic and give us a lot of advice in this front. So basically, the, the way that our business model works, and this is a, one of the pieces that makes me so happy about it, is that we don't charge anything to the user to use the services to compare prices on ways to send money internationally, to get information about loans, to connect them with products, to read the, informa- the educational information. That's all totally free, and that's going to stay that way. 
Now, where, where our revenue model comes from is that we have partnerships with all the large financial institutions, all the banks, all the lenders, et cetera. And they basically came to us and said, hey, we, we know that this is a really big growing portion of the, of the population. Um, this is a demographic that we don't understand. You know, we're located out in the middle of Minnesota or whatever. And, you know, we don't even have any good Mexican restaurants in town. How are we supposed to be able to access this community that we can't speak their language? We don't know where they live. We don't know what they're doing. So that's where we help them. And when we find when a user comes to us and say, hey, I need a credit card, I need a loan, we help them find the best one. If they decide they want to move forward with it, that's great. And when we send that user to this financial institution and they take out a credit card, take a loan, then we receive a fee from the bank. Um, so again, we never make any money oh, okay. from the user. The banks themselves are the ones that are paying us. And I kind of like to think of it as, you know, the um, it's, it's not a stealing from the rich given to the poor kind of thing, but, uh, I, I like the fact that our users are not being charged anything by us and all our money comes from the big banks and financial institutions. Yeah. Okay. It's like a finder's fee, right? Cause it's kind of like you, you matched the, the bank with the, the, the customer and then it, rightfully so the bank should pay for that because they're now going to be able to make business from that transaction. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, okay. absolutely. And yeah, part of what we're that. trying to do there is that, you know, that we know that they're not very good at either finding consumers in the Hispanic community or servicing them, you know, and, and making the products mm. that are optimized and built for them in a way that is unique to the needs of somebody who maybe just moved here from Mexico or the Dominican Republic a couple months ago. So part of what mm. we're doing, is we have these data feedback loops in place where we help them optimize their products. We say, hey, this is this is what the community needs that we need, you know, uh, no overdraft fee checking accounts. We need, um, you know, first few transactions for you when you're sending money internationally. That's what we need. Let's help you. Let's figure out a way to structure those products so that we can service this customer even better. Very cool. Okay. And do, does your platform also speak to like the DACA community, like, you know, and, and kind of people in, in those situations where they're trying to make a life for themselves, but, you know, there's like certain immigration issues that they're dealing with here in the United States? That's a huge part of who our platform is built to service. Um, we, awesome. you know, there, there are other places on the internet to go find out, okay, what's the best credit card to get me into the fanciest airline lounges uh, at JFK out in New York, right? And, and that's, not, hmm. that's not us. That's not the problem we're trying to solve. We're trying to solve the problem for the people who need a credit card without a social security number, who need to get a hmm. loan, but they don't have any documentation papers. That's who we're trying to help. And so that's where we really have a lot of educational information and we try to partner with and feature products that, you know, maybe they don't need a social security number to be able to take out a credit card or secured card. Um, that's what we're trying to solve for there. Okay. And then another follow-up question would be to, I find that a lot of times when we're, when we're trying to create changes, especially generational changes, it's really important to like reach into the youth. So are, is your company doing things to kind of get kids aware of kind of financial planning? And, and if so, what, 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 do those services or content look like? Well, you know, what's funny is that what we've found is, and this is kind of the same way that it's shaped out in my family, right? Is that my parents mm -hmm. and, you know, my aunts and uncles, they were all speaking Spanish. That was their first language, right? And um, then, you know, we grew up, I grew up in LA, my brother and my sister grew up in LA. So while we were speaking Spanish every day at home, we go out to school and we're speaking English. And mm -hmm. uh, so that younger generation, they're much more and this is a little bit of a generalization, but generally more familiar with English, more comfortable with the language, things like that. So mm -hmm. what we try to do is create a uh, user interface where 
someone like me who prefers searching for things in English can go on there and find a credit card or a loan or some information about it and then bring it to my aunt or my uncle who need that product and say, okay, here's, here's what I'm thinking. You know, this is what you're looking for. Why don't you take a look at it? Tell me if it's the right thing. You click one button, they get the exact same thing in Spanish and then they can actually, then they trust it and they feel comfortable using it. Right. But um, having that use case for someone who's, younger and wants to find that product themselves, you know, there are different ways to navigate that. And we're definitely trying to do that both with the product and then with the outreach also in terms of the people that we're partnering with the, you know, there are a lot of really cool public figures in this space who are uh, aligned with our mission and care about, um, you know, increasing access to financial information and reaching the Hispanic community with these, um, just bringing people back into a level playing field. So a lot of those folks are people that the younger generation are familiar with, and they're a lot of the people that we're working with and partnering with. Perfect. Awesome. Okay. So as a part of your products, do you also have an app that people can download? We are working on the app. We're probably going to have that rolled out within the next few months or so. We have a whole team of engineers that are based on Tijuana who are working on that right now. Um, But in the meantime, you can access us on the, on web, on desktop or mobile, our mobile website's super functional, really easy to use. Um, But yeah, the app will be coming out soon. Okay. That's good to know. Okay. And then I guess last question would just be, do you have any additional advice or words of wisdom that you'd want to share for folks who are just trying to, yeah, navigate their financial planning and, uh, and wealth building stage today? Like what can they do today that that can help enhance their lives? So the guy that I was talking to yesterday that I mentioned a moment ago, I asked him who he uses to send money with. And he told me a name of one of the big uh, money transfer providers. And I said, okay, well, why do you use them? He says, oh, uh, you know, I guess I didn't really think about that. I guess it's just who we've been using forever. You know, we've been using it for a long time. I already have the app downloaded, so it's just easy and it's, it's what I'm used to. And I said, mm-hmm. okay, how much do they charge you every time? And he said, okay, well, they charge me about uh, 18% of the transaction every time I send. So every single time mm-hmm. he sends, and that's every other week, uh, $300 uh, 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 every time he does that. So let's see, that's about uh, almost 60 bucks that he's paying every time. And so rather than getting $290, his mother is getting $240 more or less every single time. And that's mm-hmm. because that's just the way that he's used to doing it. And so to answer your question in terms of what advice I have for people, don't keep doing things the way that you have been doing them just because that's what you're used to. I can almost promise you that there is a better way and it's almost very little behavioral change, right? You just kind of have to go click a couple extra buttons to compare and mm-hmm. then you'll be saving 50, 60 bucks every couple of weeks for sending money. You can on a credit card, get one that doesn't charge you that big annual fee. You can start building your credit score higher so that you can get loans at better interest rates. It takes just a little bit of, you know, just go onto the website. We make it as easy for you as possible. I promise that's kind of what our job is. Um, but don't keep doing things the way you've been doing them just because that's what you're used to. Wow, that's great that's, advice. Yeah, yeah fantastic <laughs> yeah. advice because uh, human beings are creatures of habit, right? And when we find a way, we just, I think, subconsciously assume that it's the best way without always thinking, is this the best thing that I could be doing? And is this getting the job done how we want it to get done? Because I'm sure that that man probably wants to send more <laughs> to his mother. So that's fantastic that you're able to help him and be able to help that family go, you know, get further. Yeah. Yeah, that's the great thing I think about, you know, that's the reason why I like this job, right, is that the bigger Mm -hmm. we make our company and the more successful we are as a company, the greater positive social change we have. And I know that sounds kind of corny, 
but it's true, right? The more customers we bring onto our platform, um, the, uh, you know, we will make more money as a company because uh, we have partnerships with those guys that are paying us. But every time we bring a new customer onto the platform, we are literally saving them money immediately and putting more money back into their pockets. So it's really just a great alignment of we do better, they do better. I think as a community, everybody kind of benefits. That's fantastic. Absolutely. Not corny. It's very true. And it's very much needed because to your point earlier, the the Hispanic community is going to be the predominant community in the United States in the very near future. So uh, we need to make sure that this community is being served and, and supported because they are, as a, as every other community, has been part of the backbone of building America. So like, let's 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 see everyone win. There's enough pie in the sky for us all. So, yay. <laughs> You're totally right. And, you know, it extends beyond like these problems are not unique to the Hispanic community, right? Like the mm-hmm. African-American community, the Chinese-American community all have these problems. In fact, one of the guys who was really key in helping us design our uh, send money product was a close friend of mine who's a Nigerian immigrant. And he said, you know, I'm sending money constantly and I would love if there were a way to compare every time I send to make sure I'm sending the best rate. And that was, you know, he doesn't speak Spanish. He's never sent money to Mexico, but he's sending money to Nigeria twice a week. Hmm. Oh, wow. Interesting. Well, then that begs the question, will this be like, could this then be extrapolated into other communities? Yeah. For like people who want to see this, that same type of information and gone in or, you know, like other other communities that uh, maybe are do have similar behaviors, but also so need that support. Yeah, yeah. Other immigrant communities. Yeah, I, I think it's, we spend a lot of time thinking about that. And the nice thing is at least for our compare ways to send money, uh, part mm-hmm. of the website, you can actually use that right now to compare anywhere internationally. So, you know, we focus on the Hispanic community just because that's, we're a small company still, you know, we're um, family owned uh, and we want to, you know, focus on one place first, make sure we get it right. But you can use yeah. our money comparison uh, service to compare ways to send money to Africa, Asia, South America, wherever it is. Nice. Uh, so that's one. Then, you know, like I said, the we will be the first place where you can get a credit check in Spanish in this country. Can you get a credit check in Mandarin? Probably not. Can you get one in Korean? Probably not. So there, mm-hmm. I think, is a lot of runway here to help build up the entire immigrant community beyond just the 62 million Hispanics in the country. That's super cool. Wow. wow. Well, we are just so grateful that you came on here and you shared your story and Welcome Free Nation. We definitely will share out your information and uh, we encourage everyone, yes, (laughs) who could use your services to really get on there today because it's free and it's super helpful and it's going to save you money. And uh, hello, that's a win-win, guys. So (laughs) let's get her done. (laughs) Uh, Thank you so much. We really appreciate everything. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's platforms like yours that help get the word out. And so I really appreciate it. And uh, it was a pleasure talking to y'all. Yes, absolutely. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye. We are at that time again. It is the coming to the end of our 181st episode of Woke and Free. Ay, caramba. Good one. (laughs) Perfect match. Game set and match, maybe. Ah, Okay. Love uh-huh. 20. <laughs> <laughs> At first I was like, are you doing something with years? And then I was like, oh, you're doing the tennis reference. Okay. <laughs> to like get my mind together yeah. on that one. I was like, what? 
<laughs> Excelente. <laughs> this was quite the episode meeting the founder and CEO of Queriverso. If you have any additional questions, what should you do? Definitely check out the links to the website on WokenFree.com. Again, if you download the episode through the Podbean app, that's how you can put in questions and comments that we definitely can share with him as he will be able to see them. The world will be able to see them. It'd be fantastic. So make sure you do that. Now, will we leave you hanging for what our next episode will be about? Drum roll, please. On our next episode, we are asking... Would you ever join OnlyFans? Make sure you follow us on social media to follow along with the conversation. And make sure you tune in next week for Woken Free Wednesday to join the conversation at WokenFree.com. If you'd like to be a guest on the show like the fabulous guests that we had, make sure you submit a topic for an upcoming episode or share your platform and why your story needs to come to the Woken Free family on the Contact Us page at WokenFree.com. So again, guys, this is W-O-K-E-N... F-R-E-E.com. When it comes to social media, you can always find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, Pinterest. We're everywhere. So again, our social media handles are easily found on the website. And then for sponsorships or collaborations, you can always hit us up on our contact us page at WokenFree.com. If you didn't already subscribe, please do share the episode and make sure you come back to join the conversation every Wednesday for Woken Free Wednesdays. Remember, Woken Free is more than a podcast. It is a way of life. Until next time.